0: This is the week everything's going to come together for you. Yes! Yes! Finally, my ship will come in. going to get your act together personally and professionally. Wow! All starting today. How exciting is that? Wow! We're in a dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager,
1: Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. Hosts of the, I just came up with this, Olympics. The what? The blah Olympics. Okay. Meh. You're meh? It's all under the
0: cloak of communism, which has ruined it for me. Yeah. I watched some of the kids last night, you know, and they don't know that much about all that stuff, so we we're right. able to just watch it like the Olympics. That's yeah. It. You
1: know, I I was doing some housework yesterday, oddly enough,
0: and, uh, were you, uh did you throw on the French maid outfit?
1: always I get my feather duster. Uh, so I'm, I'm uh, cleaning the kitchen and stuff like that, and because uh, my wife has left me, more on that uh, later, Uh at least for a week. Anyway, uh, so I'm watching the Olympics, and there's this long, slow ski race a bunch of countries I don't give a damn about. Then there's these long, slow ice uh, rink races a bunch of countries I don't give a damn about, and just, I just I that. And oh, and then uh, lots of lugeing. That was fun for a while. Uh, kids love the luge, of course. Uh, but I thought I don't really care about this. Then I go to a friend's house to watch some Olympics last night. And they got me all excited about this, uh, what's her name, Schifrin, the uh, American skier is so fantastic. Uh, and and I got all excited. I thought, all she's right, not, Nets, come on. She's not the one that fell, is she? She is the one that fell, oh, okay. precisely my point. So I finally thought, all right, now I'm engaged. I'm into it. Because we happened to see that. Yes, and she appeared on like the second turn of oh. 27 turns. She just, just wiped yeah, out. Yeah, and that was a good
0: conversation with my kids right there about how she has worked her entire life for that 60-second period. And she fell right at the beginning. Yeah, That is, God dang it, That's that's got to be one of those um, real moments in a person's life where you decide who you're going to be and what you're going to be. Because, you know, she could break a world record, win a gold medal, then she's on Jimmy Fallon, She maybe she's on a reality show, she's on Wheaties, she's all these things. Mm-hmm. Or you fall right at the beginning and nobody knows your name and you just, like, you'd find something else to do. You're probably a not, different person.
1: Probably not going to be the case with her because she skis in five different events, Okay, uh, which has got to help uh, the, the wound. I, I hadn't realized that was, it was a, like a one-and-done sport. Yeah. But I in got, general, thought you got two or three runs or But something. in general, that happens all the time. And, uh, yeah. you
0: know, so you could go this path of you're going to be a, like a household name maybe and launch a, your life of being a star of some sort. Right. Or right. not. Right. And you'll just have to be something else. Mm-hmm. that's that's a tough one I was watching with the kids and we got into it just like I did as a kid I mean my we're flipping through and because they're boys I don't know what it is about most males or at least straight males're just naturally repulsed by figure skating and uh, and my <laughs> kids like I'll watch anything but figure skating but so we watched a little bit because it was the only thing that was on primetime at the time we were watching and, and they got into it in the way that I got into it a little kid we're, we're hating on the Russians we're hating on the Chinese team we're hating yes. for the United States team pretty soon my kids are saying oh she almost fell there Dad did you see that she wobbled that's going to be a deduction, you know? <laughs> Love it.
1: That's beautiful. <laughs> so funny. So yeah. funny. Yeah, I just, I think I'm old and bitter and cynical, because as a kid, oh, I loved the Olympics so much. I was so excited. I watched every bit I could. Uh, you know, just fantastic memories of that. So but, uh, how are you pronouncing the
0: uh, the leader of China? You know, maybe the most important man on earth? How are you pronouncing Sh- his name? It seems like we should settle on a way to pronounce
1: oh. this guy's name. I, I go with Xi Jinping. You're going with I Xi. Xi, Xi, Xi. He's kind of half between. Because
0: <laughs> uh, what's his name? Sleepy-eyed Chuck Todd on Meet the Press yesterday with his Caesar haircut was Idiot. saying Xi or G or something like that. And what? I What? now. I don't listen. No, Chuck Todd doesn't get a vote. I feel like we need to decide though. On a g- I, like, usually, I don't care. You pronounce it that way. You pronounce it that way. Whatever. Like Kiev. You want to say Kiev? You say Kiev. I don't care. It makes no difference to me whatsoever. But um, for for the leader, the most important man in the world, really might be President Xi, and we ought to decide how to pronounce his name.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he's he is absolutely the great villain of our time. Nobody was walking around talking about Heitler in 1943. <laughs> You know, I agree with you. How can we demonize him if we don't know his name?
0: So out today about Russia in Ukraine, and I didn't realize that Putin and she released a, it was a five thousand word statement they released on Friday, included all kinds of different stuff. TLDR. <laughs> um, uh, but the Russians haven't invaded Ukraine yet, or we probably already would have mentioned that. But so the report today is advisors are telling Biden that they could take. Kiev within an hour of launching an attack. That's what Biden's advisors are telling. That's Mm. that's something within an hour.
1: Well, having said that Kabul would hold out for two years, I guess they're erring to the shorter side this time. That's exactly what I thought. I Ah. thought
0: how much of this is politics of we got to go way overboard the other direction. So that we don't get caught with our pants
1: down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. And, you know, we could have talked about this last week. We didn't get to it because, you know, because there's so much to talk about these days. But, uh, Axios did some fabulous reporting about Afghanistan where the, the Biden crew, like the day that the airlift started, were like, all right, so, uh, where should we send the people who are working with us and how should we vet them? I mean, they had not even begun thinking about it. They had, they had no plans in place. At the point that the, 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 almost to the point that the planes were taken off. Just unbelievable incompetence. Has not gotten a lot of uh, play in the mainstream media, oddly enough. Some, but not a ton. We should start
0: the show officially, and then we can run through a couple of things that we're going to talk about today, because there's a lot of good topics. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, February 7th, the year 2022. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this
1: program. All right, let's launch the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark.
0: some business news, I saw that Costco is once again selling a five-pound tub of Pillsbury cookie dough. Yeah. Imagine picking up a four-pound tub of cookie dough and going, nah, I wanted the bigger one. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: cookie dough. <laughs>
0: Uh, does Joe Rogan survive the new tape that came out of him dropping in bombs Does he survive that? We know what the history of people dropping in bombs is. They almost always lose their jobs. Almost yeah. always. Well, I, I'm anxious to talk about that. And I say almost always trying to think of an example where somebody didn't, and I can't come up with one. That's usually the death sentence. I got you on tape dropping in bombs Oh yeah, it's usually yeah. the end of it doesn't matter that the the context doesn't matter, which is, uh, which is anti enlightenment. <laughs> it's anti reason. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's anti everything. But yeah, we got to talk about that. Uh, some of the stats that are out uh, that are out that the White House put out about what an invasion of Ukraine would look like, number of people dead, and all that sort of stuff is quite amazing. But again, like Joe mentioned, it might be a bit of a we got Afghanistan so wrong. We're going to go way overboard the other direction, which is kind of sickening if you think about it. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say. Um, here's my, here's my, I got two stats. Here's my two favorite stats I heard over the weekend. First stat is this. This is from last night, 60 Minutes. How many health professionals left the business since COVID started? Over 400,000.
2: In the U.S.?
0: Yeah, nationwide. Holy crap. Over 400,000. So you're hearing Wolf. about shortages and all that sort of stuff. That is amazing. So we'll have to talk about that. And here's my other favorite stat. I didn't know this till yesterday. How many people does China claim have died from COVID in their country? <laughs> all right. I, I had not heard this. 4,600. They claim, you know, our stupid media, who couldn't be more moronic and lazy the United States has lost more people to COVID than any other country. Let us explain why we've done such a bad job. Because you're buying China's number? <laughs> that 4,600 people have died in a country of 1.4 billion people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hilarious! Yeah. Most contagious uh, infection the mankind has seen in 100 years. And it sure. started
0: there. Yeah. Um, they, they probably lost 4,600 people before the world knew COVID existed. But th- that's that's just a hilarious. Our, our number two ice skater dude... Has COVID announced today? So he's probably not going to get to compete.
1: Oh no!
0: His his sparkly outfit. I'm picturing like some sort of black stretchy sparkly outfit. Probably what he's going to wear. He's just going to hang in the closet.
1: You said all straight guys uh, reject skating or most straight guys. You know, it's funny. I uh, flipped it on last night, and uh, the Japanese figure skating pair—they won my heart. Oh, really? Just amazing. The fact that she's just who? Who won hmm, that? I'm surprised she doesn't melt the ice. When we turned it off, uh, the U.S. was
0: winning. I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay, I didn't either. And I'd have to Google it, and I don't care enough, so I no. probably will never know. <laughs> no.
1: And you know, I was thinking, okay, maybe I'm a little gay, and since Judy's out of town, maybe I'll I'll jump on the uh, the the uh, you know the, the the grinder or something like that. Uh, but uh, no, I, I it occurs to me, no, it was pure animal lust that was making watch so although they are amazing athletes spinning and twirling and and, then skating and twisting and this is amazing i noticed we had a
0: mixed race team White guy, black woman? I would have never noticed that before, but I mentioned a a Daniel Tosh joke I heard recently. He said, people talk about us being a racist country. Look at other countries in the Olympics. Look at the Chinese gymnastic team. What is the nationality of everybody on the Chinese gymnastic team? I'll give you one guess, and it's true. I don't know if there's, is there any other country that has ice skating teams that are are of, uh, you know, multiple races? We had a white guy and a black girl on our team. Other countries don't do that. Some const- of the
1: European countries probably, but that's it.
0: Well, I don't. Re- I didn't see it last night. We're constantly mm-hmm. lectured about we're the most
1: racist country. Okay. What are the other countries that uh, are even trying this experiment? That's a power play. Yeah, it has nothing I, to do with reality. I don't bag look. Oh, it's a tr- We could do an entire show of mailbags. Tremendous. Really? I'm just going to make
0: myself some more coffee, then sit back and listen to Mailbag, which is on the way. Uh, our text line is 415-295-KFTC.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: I just said
0: to Joe, I said... If I didn't have the ability to come in here and push back against the media, I think I would go crazy. Because the stuff that I hear makes me insane. They, did anybody see the focus group at the end of Face the Nation last night with a bunch of parents about kids and vaccines and masks? Oh, my God. How is Joe Rogan spreading misinformation? But that's okay.
1: What I the did not hell? see that. I can't wait to talk about it. I did see Margaret Brennan talking to Scott Gottlieb, and he disappointed the hell out of me. But uh, we can talk about that a little bit later on. Major blue state, high population, very blue, high tax. You've heard of it. Has just canceled all mandates and said, kids, take your masks off. This is ridiculous. Those places holding out are so Drastically, unforgivably wrong about the little kids. I'd like to slap them, and Jack. <laughs> I totally hear what you're saying. If I couldn't come in here and vent, it would. I don't know what I would do. I would have to just uh, check out of the world, or or I don't know, just have a bourbon IV hooked to me <laughs> all day long. I don't. Know, I don't know how I can deal with it. So we're here to gripe for you, folks. Here's your freedom IV. loving. Here's your freedom loving quote of the day. This sent along by my friend Mike, the lawyer in Chicago. Love this. It is from a surprising source, the great Bobby Orr, the National Hockey League Hall of Famer, frequently when I was a little boy playing pond hockey all winter long, uh, which is significant to the quote, uh, I would pretend to be Bobby Orr of the Boston Bruins. Cool. Here's what he said, and it's about kids. Parents, listen up now. Tell your kids to pipe down. I'm not trying to tell anyone not to watch TV, but if you've ever spent a long winter afternoon playing shinny with the whole neighborhood... I don't know what that game is, but I'm sure it's a big thing in Canada. Or a summer playing softball with anyone who shows up at a diamond, you will know that kids who don't have the chance to organize themselves and solve their own problems and feel the exhilaration of sports for its own sake are missing out on something irreplaceable. That makes my heart hurt even thinking about it. Yeah, it does. It does. You know, I was reading something the other day that was really interesting about how kids, um, the parents, are constantly catastrophizing everything. Everything's a big deal. kid chews a Pop-Tart into a gun, for instance. Everybody acts like it's a real gun. And so kids are very bad at calibrating actual danger and actual problems. Mm, That makes sense. Plus, they never organize themselves. They never solve their own problems. They never serve as their own referees. It's just, I don't know what we've done. Nation of Veal Calves. That's what we've done. Frightened Veal Calves. And the parents are to blame. Anyway... Uh, da, da, da. dear Jack and Joe writes Ryan from Houston. Remember the summer of shark attacks and Chandra Levy and then 9-11 happened. Well, I feel when the fecal matter hits the fan, we will have had the winner of Joe Rogan. And well, I don't have a good second one. <laughs> Maybe the January 6th hearings, Ryan. Uh, alas, Twitter sucks. CNN can't take the plank plank out of their eye. Biblical illusion mm. there. Mm. And America's up to their eyeballs in death. Play the Soviet national anthem. We're scroomed. I'm looking up at the CNN, and it would appear
0: the uh, young woman giving me the news is 17 years old.
1: (laughs) Maybe it's the news from high school. You child. And then Jenny said something totally awful. Let's see. Okay, this is a note from uh, J.P. Guys, we not only have... Oh, the problem is our leadership admires the Chinese system. He's talking about Nancy Pelosi, I think. We not only have a government compromised by deals with the Chinese, some of them actually admire the Chinese system. See the book Red Handed. I don't know that book. Mm. They love the idea of an unelected elite dictatorship controlling every aspect of the little people's lives. There is definitely an elitism in D.C. that runs thick. Boy, Marco Rubio
0: called out Nike and Apple, among other countries, by name yesterday that are uh, too in love with making money off of China. Boy, the, the, we could come out of this Olympics in a different place than when we went
1: in. I, I think that's absolutely true. I'm going to squeeze this in. Oh, we have one minute. All right, Matt. Writes, my 19-year-old daughter is currently a freshman uh, scholarship, University of Hawaii, where she's double majoring in Mandarin Chinese and international relations. Wow. As it stands today, she'll be spending the fall semester in Hunan Province, China, uh, through the study abroad program. She says she wants to bridge the gap between the U.S. and China as Mm -hmm. an ambassador of some sort. I'm terrified, regularly lose sleep thinking about it, but she and her school think I'm nuts to be so worried. But am I? Will the CCP... Spy on our FaceTime conversations? Oh yeah. But yes.
0: I, I wouldn't be worried about my kid going over to China to study. No, but they will not. be spied
1: on. Yeah, there's in- no doubt about that. Intercept our text messages? Yes. Question her about her dad's mildly anti Chinese tweets? Probably not question her, but they'll be aware of them. Bug her dorm room? Nah, probably. Or am I raving paranoid? No, you're not absolutely not. No, if there's an American citizen in China, they develop a file on him so the local officials can keep an eye.
0: Is Joe Rogan going to lose his gig at Spotify because of the N-bombs? You didn't hear the N-bomb controversy over the weekend?
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: So I tweeted this out on Saturday. Got my booster shot today for some reason. Hope I'm not about to meet Betty White and John Madden. Oh, boy. <laughs> and what I, are you doing? You're I, not helping. And I was wondering if this would actually get us booted off of Twitter, because it probably could by claiming some sort of disinformation that the booster shot killed celebrities or something. If there, uh,
1: if there were enough complaints, uh, we might get a warning. Uh huh. And I, then be quoted in serious tones by the New York Times. I just happened to be at the CVS and there were like a sign that
0: said giving up booster shots and nobody there. So I said, hey, can I get one? They said, yeah, if you want. So I hadn't looked into it in a long time. Can I get three? (laughs) Back when I wanted to do it, like it was impossible to get an appointment. Apparently now it's just like, yeah, we got plenty of them. Nobody's getting it. Um, Which gets me to another story about Face the Nation's freaking crazy panel about kids and vaccines that I want to talk about later. I did feel sick yesterday, though. I woke up with one of the worst headaches of my life. Felt bad all day oh, long. Really? Felt like a car had run over my arm, and I feel bad today. I didn't wow. get sick from the first two, but the booster shot is making me feel quite
1: unpleasant. Yeah, I felt kind of achy and crappy, but not that bad. And Your I, immune system is, is it's really impressive.
0: Well, and I got it. There, there definitely is a bit of a boy. And following, there were 115 comments to my booster shot thing. Going through those was really interesting as it ranges from good for you, that's the right smart thing to do, to you're a, a tool of uh, Satan or whatever and everything. Cheap, <laughs> But I got to admit, I don't feel like I needed it. I think I'd have been fine without it. And the fact that I've been sick for two days for
1: no good reason makes me wonder why I did it. I don't know. You're, you're awfully weedy. You got no gallbladder. <laughs> I think you're smart to get the shot.
0: You think the gallbladder was going to keep me from the Omicron? I don't know. So one thing I don't have to worry about. Joe and I don't have to worry about is we don't have two dozen N-bombs in our past that could come back to haunt us. So Joe Rogan, who has been quite the topic of conversation for the last couple of weeks, he's among the most popular podcasters in the world. Spotify gave him $100 million to take his podcast from more or less just private in him to to a company. And, you know, the whole story is under fire for uh, some of the COVID guests that he had on a couple of weeks ago. And Neil Young, the ancient folk singer, threatened to pull his music, which is a weird threat. Um, and uh, But Spotify caved a little and Rogan apologized a little. And now 100 episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast have disappeared from Spotify. 100 episodes. Huh. And before we get to the N-Bomb stuff, it's worth talking about um, some of that. Just who's being taken off? So th- they put out a statement that right-wing uh, conservative guests from some of the prior podcasts have been taken down. I'm like, oh, okay, who does that include? So here's your list of some of the right-wing um, people that were on Joe Rogan's podcast that got pulled off. And I don't know the names of all these people, but these are podcasts are no longer on there. Roseanne Barr, they took that one down. Um Peter Boghossian, right winger Peter Boghossian, who we've oh had on the show. Oh, my God. They took it. Oh, my God. Russell Brand, who's not a right winger. Um, he's the comedian now podcaster. Tim Dillon, who, if you know him, I don't know. He's all over the place. Tulsi Gabbard, right winger Democratic presidential candidate, Tulsi Gabbard. Sam Harris, the atheist oh. left wing thinker, is on the list of conservatives and episodes that they've taken down. Spotify has taken off a of Joe Rogan's podcast. Platform. Wow,
1: I had not heard this.
0: Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. And there's all James Lindsay. There's all Michael Malice, the the anarchist oh. that I follow, who's all over the freaking place. Um, they and, took Lindsay down. Oh, and there's Douglas Murray, who's the uh, libertarian. Uh, Ted Nugent, Candace Owens, okay, Jordan Peterson, um, Steven Pinker, really.
1: Okay, all right. Okay, see, now that's insane. Steven Pinker is an incredibly well respected author, thinker. No, no, right wing lunatic, and you have to take oh, his podcast God's off sake. of the platform. Barry I can't we- believe they did. I was going to praise the head of Spotify for not canning Rogan over the N bomb thing for standing up for <laughs> He's
0: going to get canned. He's <clears throat> going to get canned. I'll be shocked if he survives this. Uh, you know what? I'll bet. Uh, well, I'll tell you what's going on, but go ahead. On the list, uh, one more I wanted to mention Barry Weiss. Right winger oh. Barry Weiss had to take her podcast off of the platform. And I'm not just mad about this because it's a fellow broadcaster and I worry about the industry and I worry about our jobs and that sort of stuff. I'm actually worried about America and our ability to have a conversation. If Barry Weiss and... Um, Former New York Times writer. Yeah, and uh, Elon Musk is on this list. If Elon Musk and Barry Weiss and some of these other names I've mentioned can't be on their Peter Boghossian Talking about the state of the world today, I don't know how we're going to survive.
1: Right, right. Boy, I am shocked to hear this. I was going to praise Daniel Ek. he's the CEO of Spotify, for standing by Joe Rogan. I have a feeling, it's not like I've looked over the contract, I have a feeling that Rogan, has uh, have some smart people in the contract, says, listen, you cannot fire him for saying anything controversial. That's what he's here to do, and you accept that fully. So I have a feeling that if Spotify says, all right, we're severing our ties with you, Rogan keeps every dime of the money, and, and Spotify gets okay. nothing. Well, if he stays, it's because he uh, had a good agent
0: who got him a good contract that kept him out of trouble. But if he didn't have that, he'd be fired already. So
1: well, what... no, no, no. They, 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 you're you're seeing at the opposite. Spotify is keeping him around because they've uh, spent the okay. money, period. It's gone. And they either get value out of Rogan or they don't.
0: Gotcha. So over the weekend a musician had gathered every time joe rogan had dropped an n-bomb over the last dozen years and there is a, a several dozen of them and they're on a, a little audio thing that you can listen to and it's just n-bomb 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 and if you hear it 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 it's you know it's a striking number of n-bombs let's hear let's hear a little of joe rogan's apology that he put out over the weekend and then we could discuss it some more
2: there's a video that's out that's a compilation of me saying the n-word It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of 12 years of conversations on my podcast and it's all smushed together and it looks horrible, even to me. Now, I know that to most people, there is no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word. And I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years. I never use it to be racist because I'm not racist. But whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist, you f***ed up. There's nothing I can do to take that back. I do hope that, if anything, that this can be a teachable moment.
1: Wow, I have so much to say about that.
0: The teachable moment is apparently that even you, even you with all your heft and leverage, have to back down in the face of the anti- Enlightenment, anti-reason movement, that there is a word out there that can't be said out loud by, by a certain race. That's,
1: witchcraft. That's crazy. Exactly. It's an incantation that cannot be spoken, even in discussing it as an incantation. Well, it's, it's almost sweet how naive he is, and it goes to show he's not an ideologue. No, he's not. He's a curious, really interesting guy, a little odd, but uh, he's not an ideologue because he doesn't realize, Joe, there are innumerable situations these days where people are forced into saying, I'm not a racist when they have not effed up. That is the number one tool to silence you from the radical woke left calling you a racist. That's their that's number one in their playbook.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that angle of it, but the whole n bomb thing, I really wish he have come out and said, "Look, the fact that there's a word out there, uh, a series of sounds and letters that are uh, off the char- off the uh, off the board, and you're not allowed to say it, or you'll lose your job, is crazy." Right. Context, Regardless of context, context matters. I wish he, he and he could have said, because I'm saying this, I'm not going to say the word. I'm not going to try to prove a point because it would end my career. But the fact that we're, we, are, we're, we are where we are on this is insane. Yeah. That's insane. And his context was, and I went back and looked through it because somebody did the research, all kinds of context of, hey, the rapper 50 Cent says N all the time. So how come he can say N in this case, but blah, blah, blah. Just having conversations about the word. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it right. wasn't Joe Rogan calling some black guy that word. It was a discussion of the word. And he didn't, at that time, go with the completely ridiculous idea that you're not allowed to say it out loud if you're this skin color and, and plenty and of people on the left jump to that no there's no way a white person can ever use that word that defies reason
1: no you're one giving, can ever it, utter that incantation we got to call it what it is it's, it's superstitious
0: you're giving it way too much power well, why are you giving it more power than it deserves
1: right but it you is know, where it is what it is there's no doubt about that I'm not gonna say it I don't know which is the bigger problem, but the one that really has freaked me out is that list of of podcasts you just mentioned. The list of those guests. I mean, most of them are not only not dangerous, although that that just doesn't factor in. It shouldn't. They're some of the great thinkers of our
0: time. So I'm not positive that all of the podcasts with these guests on them haven't been taken down yet, but I know a number of them have, and the list was put out of the right-wing uh, guests that are, you know, of uh, problematic, oh, okay. and it's this right. list, but I know a lot of them have. Michael Malice said, my my, uh, my episodes are gone. That's shocking. We ought to check with Peter Boghossian to see if his episodes are gone. How can you make a list that includes Elon Musk as a right-winger? Because of what?
1: It is, it is a vengeful cult out there trying desperately to silence the exchange of ideas. Man, everybody's got to become a soldier in this army. Because it's only by, you know, only by the numbers that we can neutralize it. Because, man, the, the the few, the comparatively few, who believe what they believe and are trying to do what they're doing, which is silence anything that disagrees with their cult. I mean, they are so vicious and so capable of doing damage. It's only through the bulk of numbers that we can really resist them. Oh, and uh, Charles Cook wrote a brilliant piece for National Review, uh, The Power of the Word No, which we'll get to later. But...
0: Did you see The Rock uh, in his statement over the weekend? So The Rock, the actor, the wrestler, he had come to Joe Rogan's defense because he's been a regular guest on Joe Rogan's show. We all show. call
1: him Dwayne Johnson at this point, Jack.
0: Okay, so Dwayne Johnson's been a regular guest on Joe Rogan's show. We can had...
1: compromise on calling him Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if you like.
0: <laughs> so he had come to Joe Rogan's defense last week over uh, you know, his existence, really, or so-called misinformation, um, but then over the weekend when the N-bomb thing, I, you know, I long, no longer stand with Joe Rogan. There's no, that there's no world where that is acceptable, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, people yeah. were cutting and running. So if Spotify didn't have $100 million sunk into this, there's no way he survives it. No way. Mm-hmm. They'd have cut him loose Friday afternoon. It would have been the end of the Joe Rogan experience.
1: Yeah, well, here's what the CEO said and what his motivations for saying it were. I don't know. Maybe they're what I explained. Maybe he actually is a crusader for free speech. I doubt it. Spotify CEO Daniel Eck told Staffers Sunday, because he has a shop full, and it's a big shop, full of woke, just self-righteous, social degree-bearing music freaks. And so they're absolutely on the woke side of things. But he told Staffers Sunday, the company will not be, quote, canceling Joe Rogan, blah, blah, blah a lengthy letter to employees. Uh, He said, not only are some of Joe Rogan's comments incredibly hurtful, I want to make it clear that they do not represent the values of this company. I don't understand in what sense you can consider them hurtful. I don't either. I don't either. While I strongly condemn what Joe has said, I realize some will want more, he said, bowing to the struggle session. I want to make one point very clear. I do not believe that silencing Joe is the answer. We should have clear lines around content and take action when they are crossed, but canceling voices is a slippery
0: slope. Because we've already given him the, mon- the money. He's got to come up with a justification
1: for it. Well, he uh, mine would be on principle. You know, whether you believe his is or not, I you know it's up to you. Well, I think at that level...
0: Generally, it's whatever's going to make them the most money. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't have the money sunk in, he'd be afraid we're going to lose more, you know, musicians who are going to pull their music.
1: Well, yeah. And then the the incredibly vexing argument sometimes uh, when you're talking about a corporate entity and principle is that and I don't know if Spotify is publicly held or are they a private company? I don't know. But uh, if they're publicly held, you know, at some point, the CEO does answer to the shareholders and and he can make a brave courageous stand in favor of the first amendment and watch the the, the company go down in flames but uh, that's that's kind of illegal i mean you, you can't do the shareholders that way
0: so they have removed 113 episodes at this point that's effing
1: ridiculous <laughs> it's well it's not ridiculous it's horrifying
0: and i don't understand how uh, you, it doesn't get looked at as He's like the most popular podcaster in the world. He's bigger than practically any radio or TV host in the world. There must be a reason for that. Perhaps we'll just let him do it the way he's been doing it. Perhaps we'll silence anything we don't like. Yeah. Uh, Any comment? Text line 415-295-KFTC. I want to talk about what I saw on Face the Nation that just really pissed me off about COVID at some point. All on the way.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: The Olympics have started.
1: (laughs) In China. Oh, when we all come together to celebrate the human spirit under quarantine in a police state. China can be a little tone deaf with the optics, you know. uh, (laughs) Did you see the ceremony? Oh, it was beautiful. But, you know, to symbolize peace, they they released hundreds of bats.
0: Uh, That's not
1: the... (laughs) <laughs> but it was beautiful come on the pageantry did you see the flowers children so many children somewhere in an iphone assembly line they were going where is everybody <laughs>
2: Wow. <laughs>
0: <Oof>. <laughs> yeah wow yeah Yeah. God, I'm going to sweat clear through my suit today because of my COVID booster shot. Oh, thanks. And now I got the 5G chip in me and everything. Oh, jeez. Wow. Take off Uh, your your jacket. I'm coming to join you, Bob Saget.
1: Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, we were just discussing during commercials what we were discussing during the previous segment. And I found myself thinking, you know, some uh, soothsayer came at me saying sooths looked into the crystal ball or what have you read my tea leaves and said joe you guys will be canceled you're uh, somebody will come for you and and you're just you're going to end up your career uh, in flames i'd say oh hmm i wondered yeah. And if that yeah. same soothsayer said, "Nope, you guys will skate on through," I'd say, "Hmm, okay. I wondered." Really, I'd be a little more shocked by the second than the first. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know we uh, we agree. We are living through something very very similar to the cultural revolution in China. I mean, uh, Andrew Yang deleted a tweet in which he said, "I don't think Joe Rogan is a racist."
0: Yep, he's now deleted it because the woke in his uh, campaign probably um His orbit came hot and heavy at him.
1: So Joe Rogan having an academic discussion of the N-word, why it's appropriate in some instances and why not in others, is proof he's racist, Andrew? No, it's proof that, and this is the significant part, it's proof that it has nothing to do with truth. Nothing to do with logic, it's just fear. It's just whether you can be compelled on your knees to renounce your beliefs and swear allegiance to Chairman Mao and or the woke left. It's unbelievable. I want to get to this at greater length next hour, but this is such a pleasant surprise. Governor Phil Murphy, of New Jersey, Democrat. Who's imposed, by the way, some of the most, you know, Canada esque, Australia esque lockdowns in the nation during the Chinese bat fever um, will no longer require students and school employees to wear masks. S- kids in masks is done in New Jersey as of the second week of March, which hmm. is kind of interesting. Um, so, over a month from now. Follows a decision last month by the Democratic governor of Pennsylvania, Tom Wolfe, uh, to, to see rescind that. his uh, mandate. I'm happy to see that. That's
0: not exactly a bold move, though. A month and a week from now?
1: Well, at least they're doing it. Yeah. I agree. Democratic governors in New York and Connecticut also said last week that they were re-evaluating school mask mandates that are soon set to expire. Yeah, why don't you evaluate them uh, looking at the complete z- zero amount of data suggesting that little kids in masks does anybody any good? And the fact that the kids aren't at risk anyway. It's just uh, we are living in times where logic and science and rational thought are no longer welcome at the table. It's pre-enlightenment.
0: So my brother and I were texting back and forth over the weekend. And he's in rural Kansas where he said he hasn't seen a mask in a very long time. And nobody talks about COVID. I told him I was on the bike trail. uh, And I would say 40%. Of the people on the bike trail walking, running, or riding bikes were wearing masks. Outside, exercising, a long way away from other people, wearing they masks. Guaranteed they're, they're triple vaxxed. <laughs> oh, yeah, guaranteed they got the, the vaccine yeah. and everything like that. It's the Middle Ages.
2: It's, uh, it's something. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast, armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty.